Hello, lovely. I'm Maria. And my name is Rory, and we are the hosts of the IELTS Speaking for Success podcast, the podcast that aims to help you improve your speaking skills as well as your listening skills along the way. We started this podcast to give you gorgeous grammar and fabulous vocabulary for your high IELTS score, band night score. Oh, Rory, your face looks much better now. Yes, I fixed my phone so the video is much clearer. It wasn't rocket science. I see. Shall we talk about science, huh? Oh, is that the coincidence? It is the coincidence. <laughs> the only one we've ever had. Yes, dear listeners, science, it's a comeback of science. We had this topic on the 13th of April, 2020, two years ago. So could you please have a listen, find this episode on, our, on your app where you listen to us. Again, Cambridge people often repeat the same topics, kind of not repeat, they recycle, recycle topics, so they have them over and over again, right? So, and it's science o'clock for us. Rory, let's talk about science, shall we? Okay. Did you study science at school? Yeah, we had biology and chemistry and physics in high school. Although I dodged the last one because I was terrible at maths, and apparently you need lots of maths and physics. Even in primary, we did some isolated experiments here and there. When did you start learning it? Well, in the UK, your formal education in science begins in primary school. However, I was reading sort of small science books for children even before then and outside of school as well. It's a shame I never really got into it after all that reading. Well, after all the reading I used to do, actually. Did you like science classes when you were a child? I think I preferred reading about science more than actually doing it, to be honest with you. The classes were always very dry, formal and boring compared to the, well, relatively more bright and exciting books. So it put me off the subject quite a bit when we actually had to do the practical stuff. What was your favorite and least favorite science subject at school? You know, I always did well in biology. Chemistry was always a nightmare because... Well, there's maths involved in that as well, especially in the more complex experiments that you had to conduct. I didn't really bother with physics because that was even more math-centric, so I couldn't tell you about that. How do you use science every day? Well, to be honest, I, I doubt I or anyone else outside of a lab actually does. We use the end product of science more than the process itself. For example, I know how a light bulb works, but it's my knowledge of other things that lets me work to be able to buy one and then a different set of knowledge that allows me to flick a switch to turn it on. Do you think science classes are important? I think that depends what it's in comparison to. So if it's in comparison to, to maths and English, then no. It's more important to be generally literate than scientifically literate if you have to choose between the two. It shouldn't be a choice, but when you have a limited amount of time to work with, it's better to work with the more broadly applicable knowledge base than something that's more narrow. Or narrower, I should say. Do you think school children should have both science and art classes? T together or separately, uh, regardless, I think it's uh, important to develop an awareness and appreciation of art and science, if only to get by in the world. But are they as crucial as general literacy and numeracy? Probably not, not for a living. Thank you, Rory, for your scientifically specific answers. Science, oh. You know, I prefer collecting things. 
or yeah. I prefer talents. In terms of talking about them? Yeah, in terms of just, you know, chit-chatting. But science, maybe I wasn't good at science. And by science, we mean science subjects, such as what? Biology, chemistry, physics, mathematics. Yeah, those are the big ones. I mean, there are other ones which are separate and a combination of the three. Mm, but yeah, if I think about science, I think about mathematics, physics, okay, chemistry. But what are other science subjects? Well, you have environmental science, which is like a combination of chemistry and mathematics. Uh, well, sorry, chemistry, mathematics and biology. The combination of chemistry, mathematics and biology in one subject? Well, with a focus on the environment, yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Fine. And science at school, right? And you can say, like, we had biology, chemistry, yeah, physics. It's physics, not physics. No, no, physics in high school, right? And Roy said that um, in the UK, formal education in science begins in primary school, right? So primary school from the first um, form to the fourth, right? If you're in England, yeah. In Scotland, it's like mm -hmm. primary education is primary one to seven. Okay. All right. It's kind of complicated. It's not complicated. Well, it is, but only when you're comparing things. Okay. But again, dear listeners, so primary school. So first we have primary and then secondary and then high school, right? So we can say that, no. oh, I started. <laughs> no. In Scotland, there's just primary and high school. But you can have, I think Americans have middle school, which is where you go when you're a preteen. And then they have high school, which is for teenagers. But we just have two. We have primary school for young children and then high school for teenagers. Why should you be so special, you Scottish? No secondary Why? school. Why? Why? Well, we had a separate education system before the countries had a political union, so that's why. Also, the development of education in Scotland is different to England. Scotland freedom! Whoa. You see, dear listener, this is what I mean. This is already complicated. <laughs> science. Anyway, you can say that I started learning science in primary school or when I was seven, when I was six. Yeah, and we talk about science subjects versus art classes. So art classes like literature, the English language, your mother tongue, what else? Art, obviously. And then, Rory, you said that you dodged the last one. So you dodged physics. So I just didn't do it. I was given the choice to do physics and I was like, that's, that's going to be a disaster. So no. Yeah. So if you dodge something, you just say no to it, right? What else can we dodge? Bullets. Oh, dodge bullets. So uh, somebody like is uh, shooting and then you like dodge bullets like a Superman or Superwoman. Or like Neo in The Matrix. Oh, Neo. Yeah. It was like, ooh, and then a pooh, ooh, ooh. But the point is you dodge something that you don't want to do, basically. And then you can speak about experiments. So Rory had some experiments, experiments in terms of uh, scientific experiments. Do you do experiments or you make experiments? You do experiments, but really that's a bit of a simple verb and I shouldn't have said that. But I recovered later, I said conduct experiments. And then it's a shame, or it was a shame that I never really got into it. So it was a pity that Rory didn't get into science. 
But that's just when something is unfortunate. Although, is it so unfortunate? Because then I did English and I was very good at that. And I, be, like, we have this podcast now. So maybe it's not so bad. Roy didn't become a scientist to become a podcaster. No, I'm not very good with science, I'm afraid. But then, like I said, I don't have to be. So three plus three? Huh? That's mathematics. That's not... <laughs> That's not science like biology, physics, and chemistry. Oh, so we have like different kinds of uh, science subjects. Yeah. No, I mean like, because math is like science to me. But biology, um, chemistry is a kind of a different science, right? I guess so. What about uh, astronomy? Planets. Well, I suppose you need physics and chemistry to understand astronomy. Then Rory said that I preferred reading to science classes. And then, because classes, science classes, were dull, dry, formal, and boring, this puts him off. So, this puts me off the subject quite a bit. So, if something puts you off, it means that kind of you don't like it, right? It's kind of like, Ugh. yeah. You can say that um, the fact that the classes were dry, formal, and boring puts me off the subject. So put me off the no, subject. they were very dry, very formal, and very boring. And very science, yeah. Too science. Too sciencey. <laughs> the science class is too sciencey. It needs more music. It's just <laughs> too science. It's just like so much science in there. I couldn't take it. And then you did well in biology, right, Rory? Well, relative to the other two. So if you do well in something or do well at something, then it's good and it's not difficult and you're getting good results. You can say I did well in mathematics, in biology, in physics, and for example, chemistry was a nightmare, right? Or biology was a nightmare, or mathematics or science subjects were a nightmare. It was a disaster, right? For example, or I did well in all science subjects, and Rory didn't even bother with physics, because we remember, what did Rory do? He eh, 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 he dodged physics, so he stopped doing this, or he didn't choose to do it. I didn't even bother with it. So kind of like, this is Rory, so let's imagine that uh, I'm Rory, and uh, this is physics. And then physics go, ooh, and Rory goes, <laughs> This is how Rory dodged it. So he didn't even bother with physics. Uh, did you bother with um, literature or with art, with PE classes? I hated art and I hated PE. The only things I was good at at high school were English and history. Oh, not literature? We didn't really have literature. That was amalgamated into English. Oh, okay. So English, right. Yeah, Rory writes books. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> Just not books about science. Mm-hmm. He's the author. Yeah. And then we can speak about the lab because science... We conduct experiments in a lab. Or laboratory. Laboratory, yeah. Laboratory. A lab, laboratory, lab. So anyone else outside a lab actually does use science every day on a regular basis. And then we can talk about what? We know how a light bulb works. And then we flick a switch. Yeah. But you don't need to know about science to know how to work a light bulb. That was kind of what I was saying. People place a lot of emphasis on this. And it's like, maybe if you want to work in a lab, then yes. But really, most people just want to know where to get the light bulb and how to make it work. And then we can say, 
It's not rocket science to switch on the light. Huh? I did not say that, did I? Uh, no, 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 you didn't. No, because this is expression. It's not rocket science. So if you say like, oh, the conditionals in English, oh, they're so difficult. And we go, huh, it's not rocket science. It's easy. Well, you say it's not rocket science. I say, oh my God, it's conditionals. Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's rocket science for Rory. Hmm. So we can also say something about being literate. So our science class is important. And Rory said that being literate is more important. So if a person is literate, what does it mean? Well, they can... Hmm. Generally, it means that they can read and write, but now it also means that people can speak and listen effectively. Yeah, but usually we say, I can read and write, so I'm literate. Or if I can't read or write, I'm illiterate. And you can say it's more important to be literate, like generally literate, than scientifically literate. So scientifically literate, you mean to, to have knowledge of mathematics, of biology, chemistry. Uh, what else? Space? <laughs> what do you call it? Astronomy? Astronomy. And then we can say that it's important to develop appreciation of science and appreciation of art. Can we say appreciation? Appreciation, appreciation. I say appreciation, but I th I've heard people say appreciation. Mm -hmm. So both, both, right? So art classes or science classes develop, we should develop appreciation or appreciation of both. Well, yes, but that just means that you understand the purposes of both and how they work, but not necessarily like all of the details. I think that might be outside of, you know, how a lot of children work. And really, it's more important they can read and write before they do any of that. Yeah, so first they read and write, and then they do the science stuff. Well, I, I, it all happens at the same time. If I have to choose, then I need to place more of a focus on literacy, first of all, because that's the thing that's assessed, and then second of all, because that's the thing that's more broadly applicable, which just means that you can use it in a variety of situations. Thank you very much for listening. We are sending you hugs and kisses. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Did you study science at school? Yeah, we had biology and chemistry and physics in high school. Although I dodged the last one because I was terrible at maths and apparently you need lots of maths and physics. Even in primary, we did some isolated experiments here and there. When did you start learning it? Well, in the UK, your formal education in science begins in primary school. However, I was reading sort of small science books for children even before then and outside of school as well. It's a shame I never really got into it after all that reading. Well, after all the reading I used to do, actually. Did you like science classes when you were a child? I think I preferred reading about science more than actually doing it, to be honest with you. The classes were always very dry, formal and boring compared to the, well, relatively more bright and exciting books. So it put me off the subject quite a bit when we actually had to do the practical stuff. What was your favorite and least favorite science subject at school? You know, I always did well in biology. Chemistry was always a nightmare because, well, there's maths involved in that as well, especially in the more complex experiments that you had to conduct. I didn't really bother with physics because that was even more math-centric, so I couldn't tell you about that. 
How do you use science every day? Well, to be honest, I, I doubt I or anyone else outside of a lab actually does. We use the end product of science more than the process itself. For example, I know how a light bulb works, but it's my knowledge of other things that lets me work to be able to buy one and then a different set of knowledge that allows me to flick a switch to turn it on. Do you think science classes are important? I think that depends what it's in comparison to. So if it's in comparison to, to maths and English, then no. It's more important to be generally literate than scientifically literate if you have to choose between the two. It shouldn't be a choice, but when you have a limited amount of time to work with, it's better to work with the more broadly applicable knowledge base than something that's more narrow, or narrower, I should say. Do you think school children should have both science and art classes? T together or separately? Regardless, I think it's uh, important to develop an awareness and appreciation of art and science, if only to get by in the world. But are they as crucial as general literacy and numeracy? Probably not. Not for a living. 